From the studios of Teeing It Up in Charleston, South Carolina, this is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint for the divisional round of the 2020-2021 National Football League season. The host of the Morrow Midday Show on ESPN 98.9 FM, ESPN Radio, that is. CharlestonSportsRadio.com, 12 to 3 p.m. every Monday through Friday. Luke Morrow is with us. Good morning, Luke. Good morning. Here we are on this Saturday. We got four games. Uh, let's get at it. And the game that I think could be the most lopsided of them all is Green Bay, Los Angeles, just because of the unknown with Jared Goff. Blake Bortles hasn't played. Wolford is out. It's in Lambeau. It's cold. There's snow flurries flying around. I, I, I just feel like this is the classic Packer game. The question is... Does the effect of Lambeau get nullified because of no fans? Yeah, you know, that's certainly part of it. But, but the weather in this game in particular plays a big role. And that's why I thought the number one seed in the NFC was most important for Green Bay because you could have, well, today you have the Rams coming there. Next week you could have potentially Drew Brees or Tom Brady, a couple of older quarterbacks. Yes, other teams as well. Saints play indoors, Buccaneers play outside. And so for this game in particular, you know, Jared Goff, when the weather is at freezing, which is what, below 33 degrees, Jared Goff in his career has played his worst games, has completed less than half of his passes, no touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, you know, he's a West Coast guy, played at California, plays in California now for the NFL. Uh, not used to playing in the cold. And so even without the fans, I do believe there is quite the home field advantage today for the Packers. If, you know, it isn't that cold and maybe we get some snow and there's some weather involved, you get this team coming from California. They're used to the warm weather, especially Jared Goff. They have to go to Lambeau, play in those conditions. So I think there is that advantage, and that's why it was important for Green Bay. You go to New Orleans with no fans, right? If you're, you're indoors, uh, on turf, no weather concerns. I think that's a pretty neutral field, as we'll talk about with the Saints Buccaneers. But you have to go outdoors to land, but not everybody is used to playing in those conditions like maybe the Packers are. So I do think it's an advantage for them. And that's really my biggest concern for the Rams, because I like this matchup for the Rams. They can run the football, they can get after the quarterback without blitzing, and that's how you beat the Packers. And the Rams can do those things. But my biggest concern for the Rams is just the quarterback. Jared Goff, what we've seen lately, plus the thumb issue. Now he's playing outdoors where he's been awful in the cold. And I don't know if he can make enough plays. I don't know how many plays he's going to be required to make. I mean, he only had nine completions last week. They scored 30 points and won the game. So hopefully he doesn't have to do too much for the Rams. I think L.A. can keep this close because I do believe they match up well with the Packers. Well, the other thing about this, Luke, is that when golf was successful last week, it was on float passes or guys who were wide open. Um, he didn't really have to throw it on a dime, perfect spiral into a tight, you know, um, situation. So he wasn't really pressed that way. The other question that I have is what's the health of Aaron Donald? Because he is such a big part of that defense. And if he's not 100%, they're not the same. Certainly. Uh, and, you know, that's how you beat any quarterback is to not only provide pressure, but to do so up the middle and do it with your defensive line. That's where Aaron Donald comes into play. Uh, in regards to Jared Goff, uh, I do agree with you. I mean, they don't ask him to do very much anymore. And a lot of it is also built off the run game and play action and that sort of stuff. And that's why Cam Akers and the running backs are going to have to have a big day. But I think they'll have the ability to because Green Bay, 
whenever they've won the last two seasons. I mean, go back to the playoffs last year when they got shredded by the Niners. It's always been the teams that have been able to run the football on them. Packers this year allowed, uh, I think it's four and a half yards per carry, which is the 11th highest total. You can run on this team, but you can't fall behind and have to ditch the run game. If the, if the Rams fall behind, they'll be in big trouble because Jerry Goff is not the type of quarterback that can lead you back against Aaron Rodgers outdoors at Lambeau Field. So the Rams, you know, if you can jump out to a lead, if you can run the football, everything else will fall into place for you offensively. And that's why I do like this matchup uh, for the Rams. I know the line is like, a, you know, seven. A lot of people think Green Bay can blow them out. And I agree with what you said off the very top. Speaking out of both sides of my mouth, I said on my radio show this week that if there is a blowout, I do think this is the game that has the greatest chance to be a blowout. But I can also see, because of this matchup, that the Rams, I'm not picking them to win, but I think they can make it tough by Green Bay and keep it close. Um, You know how when you first hear the phrase food porn or cloud porn, you're like, huh, what? And And you think it's some like rated XXX thing, and then you realize what it actually is, and it's... It's totally fine, right? <laughs> yes. I feel like weather porn for the NFL is a snow playoff game in Buffalo. And that's what we could have tonight between the Ravens and the Bills. Um, and when I look at this game, Luke, <clears throat> the, the, the way that I look at it is you have a Ravens team that's the hottest team in football. But will Lamar Jackson in a running game be slowed down by snow? And can Josh Allen not turn it over, play an efficient game, and not let the weather get to them? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, I almost I, I love watching snow games, especially like you said, you know, Buffalo playoffs, big game for the Bills. There'll be some fans there. You got snow. It's a nice setting, but in this particular matchup, when you have Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and these two types of quarterbacks, uh, I kind of wish or hope that it's just a clear night and a clear track for them to go out there and do their things. Because if you get a snow game and maybe it's a sloppy field, whatever you know the issues are, and you have Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen who like to run around and make plays and entertain you that way, and that could be difficult to do, I think it takes away from the matchup. Um, but in regards to the snow, you know, if it's a tough field, obviously, you know, it's turf there, all that sort of stuff. It depends on how much it snows. If it's tough for Lamar to run around and make plays, that's going to be a huge hit to the Ravens' offense because we know he can't do enough with his arm. He's not going to go out there and throw for 300 yards tonight. Uh, but in terms of weather, if it's a windy night, I think that hurts Buffalo more because they rely more on the pass game. So it depends what we get from the weather. I know some of the, the people I talk to in the in the betting circles say they're going to wait as long as they can on this game uh, to, to put down any action to see what the weather is because it could play a big role. In regards to the actual football, um, you know, you look at the game last week. Lamar Jackson finally won a playoff game, and I say finally, it's only been three years, but nonetheless, uh, and they beat the Titans, but, you know, the Titans have the worst defense of the playoff teams, and the Ravens only scored 20 points. It was their defense that carried them, slowing down Tennessee, but Buffalo this year has faced six top ten defenses. And they're 6-0, averaging 35 points per game. So even the good defenses haven't been able to slow down the Bills. Maybe the weather will tonight. But if the weather doesn't play that big of a role, I think Josh Allen and the Bills will still be able to put up their points against this Ravens defense. And I'm not sure if Lamar Jackson will be able to keep up, especially if there is some weather that could slow down his ability to make plays with his legs. 
What the heck am I missing with this Kansas City line being 10 over Cleveland? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that was a surprise to me as well. It, it is. And, and to me, this, this game in Arrowhead, the Chiefs, go back to last season. They were slow in the AFC Championship game. They were slow in the Super Bowl. Starters haven't played for two weeks. This is a 34-31 close game. I'm sorry, but this line is ridiculous. I do agree with you, and maybe we're both going to look like idiots tomorrow, but I saw that number, and it immediately jumped out to me, and I've liked the Browns all week. I mean, Cleveland, they're a 11-win team, and they just want a playoff game. Yep. We're not talking about, uh, I don't know, the Lions or somebody. I mean, this is another playoff team that just blew out the Steelers on the road last week without their head coach and without being able to practice and all that sort of stuff. And the Chiefs, you know, there is this fascination around Kansas City, and they're the number one seed, of course, and 14-2, and Pat Mahomes is this great quarterback. But like you said, I mean, they haven't played in two weeks. I know Andy Reid is really good coming off a bye, but the starters haven't played in a couple of weeks. And when Pat Mahomes was playing, he didn't play great in December. He had a quarterback rating of about 80, which for him is really poor over the last about five weeks of the season. And the Chiefs have not won a game by more than a touchdown since week eight of the season. So they've played a bunch of close games. As you said, last year they fell behind by double digits in every playoff game. And if you do that today, or tomorrow rather, against Cleveland, you know, the Browns' defense isn't great, but with their run game, they can shorten the game. And if they're playing with, say, a, say they jump out to a 10-point lead and have the ability to continue to run the football against that Chiefs' defense, it shortens the game and makes it harder to come back. And it's just tough to rely on those comebacks. I think Cleveland keeps it close. I would take the Browns against the 10 points. I do think the Chiefs win outright. Um, and I also do like the, uh, the over because I think Cleveland will be able to score a lot of points and keep up. And that's how you have to beat Pat Mahomes. In all of his career losses, he still averages 31 points per game. So if you're the Browns, don't go into a shell and try to play keep away and just run out the clock. You have to run your offense to try to score points because that's how you beat this team. And I think the Browns will be able to score some points tomorrow in Kansas City. Same impact Cam Akers could have today, shortening the game for the Rams. Finally, Bucks Saints. I have no idea who wins this game. I can see it going 10,000 different ways. I'm totally with you that if the Saints go to Lambeau, I think that really favors the Packers. I think if the, if, if the Bucks go to Lambeau, who knows? The arm strength of Brady is better than Breeze's arm strength. I think the X Factor is Taysom Hill. And can he do the kind of things that they want him to do up the middle against that Bucks defense? I just I don't know if the Superdome has enough fans to have an effect. I, I honestly don't know what to think about this game other than I can see this being like one of those college football games where it's 52-49, whoever has it last wins. Yeah, interesting you say that. Um, playoff games that are being played in a dome have gone over the total 70% of the time, and the total for this game is 52. So history says... You know, there's a great chance for there to be a lot of points in this game. Now, that wasn't the case with the Bears Saints this past weekend. That went against that trend. But now you have Tom Brady coming in, who's been playing really well with that Buccaneers offense. I think the smart play would be to choose the Saints. I mean, the Saints blew out. They beat the Buccaneers both times this year, and just and they didn't just sneak out victories. I mean, they beat them down. They embarrassed them in the second matchup. It doesn't seem to be a great matchup for Tampa Bay. Anytime you can get pressure on Tom Brady, you're going to have success. That's how the Giants beat him in the two Super Bowls. If you could get after him with your defensive line, you're going to make it very tough. And that's what the Saints were able to do. So it's probably smart to just figure, hey, the Saints must be the better team. They're a tough matchup. They've won twice. They're at home tomorrow. But 
make it simple. I just can't get behind the idea that Tom Brady is going to lose to the same team three times in one year. If you look at these teams on paper, I think the Buccaneers are the more talented team. I think they're playing better now. I think they'll come in with a better plan. Plus, Antonio Brown has looked much better. He's looked kind of like his normal self the last couple of weeks. And he was not on the Bucs when they played the Saints the first time. And when they played the Saints the second time, that was his first game with Tampa Bay. And he wasn't quite into the offense like he is now. So I think this is a better Buccaneers team. I think they're playing better. And I just think they're going to have a better plan. I just can't see Tom Brady as good as the Saints may be. Can't see him, even at 43, losing to the same team three times in one year. I think the Buccaneers go in there, score a bunch of points, and I don't know if Drew Brees with what we're seeing, if he can keep up. It looks like Taysom Hill, he's questionable, and apparently players are not expecting him to be out there tomorrow. I think that's a big loss, uh, because the way Drew Brees is playing right now, I do think he needs some help. Uh, He may not get it, and I don't know if he'll be able to keep up with uh, Tom Brady and the way Tampa Bay's offense has been performing. Same. We shall see how that turns out really fast before we go. Who's the better tailor this weekend at the Sony Open in Hawaii on the PGA Tour? Nick, who has a two-shot lead, or is it Vaughn, who's two shots back? There's no relation, by the way, between the uh, two of them. Uh, I I always go underdog. That would be Nick. All right. Then him. We'll we'll talk about this Wednesday on the Marl Midday Show. Um, Where can people listen to this game for the Citadel? You should ask. Big rivalry game against VMI today at 1 o'clock. And you can listen to it uh, on the TuneIn radio app or online if you search. It's on a different, it's on our sister station. So it's uh, thecitycharleston.com. It's on the city. That's the radio station. You can find it there. Luke Morrow, thank you for joining us in the sprint and have a great telecast. Oh, my pleasure. Enjoy the games. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week.